Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Sanjay. While we continue to work hard on the next season of Chasing Life, we are sharing a documentary series on medical marijuana that I've worked on for the last 10 years at CNN. Now, last week, you heard the first part of the documentary called The CBD Craze. That was from 2019. This is now the second part of that special. We're going to begin with some of the dangers we uncovered around vaping. Vaping CBD. It's one of the most popular ways to take it. 30% of CBD users do it. Jay Jenkins did it. Most of the Utah victims did it. And it turns out vaping is likely what made their tainted CBD so much more dangerous. When we're talking about positive effects for something like CBD and you're inhaling it by vaping it, that's probably going to be an effective delivery system. I traveled to Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond to meet researcher Michelle Peace. She's investigating vaping during this CBD craze. But if that e-liquid happens to be tainted, you're also increasing the very rapid response of whatever it's adulterated with. Studies show that in 10 minutes alone, almost half the CBD is absorbed. So that means you'll feel the effect so much faster than anything else. But if it's a tainted product, that's when it gets dangerous, even deadly. People are getting hurt. There's been a rash of poisonings from adulterated products. We have seen outbreaks in Atlanta. We've seen them in the Mid-Atlantic. And so while they're isolated, it's a rash. It's symptomatic of something. Something that Peace began looking into in 2017. When she started to hear rumblings about problems with vape pens and CBD. So one of the places you decided to look were these, these drug forums. Right. So we started monitoring what people were saying about electronic cigarettes. Peace started reading online posts and receiving alarming calls from people who thought they had been vaping CBD. He was a little bit scared, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, audio-visual differences, right, maybe slightly hallucinogenic. The issue was that it was not the experience he was anticipating had he used CBD. So what was it? Well, for Peace, there was only one way to find out. So this is my research lab. Do you call it the vape lab? Is that what happens? Well, originally we called it the vape lab. Now, this is fascinating. Professor Peace wanted to know what was actually in the substance people were complaining about, but also better understand how it would have been ingested into the body. We vape this for about how long we would expect a vapor to inhale. And so the drugs that are going to be in this aerosol will adhere to that tiny fiber. So we're able to directly take that fiber and extract the drug off of that fiber and analyze it. And when they did, 
They didn't find any CBD. None. It had a different synthetic cannabinoid uh, in it, one that sent people to the emergency rooms, is known to have killed people. And we found some products that had that plus dextromethorphan, which is the active ingredient in over-the-counter cough syrup. It's certainly not what anyone was expecting. Problem is that as things stand now, when you go buy CBD, things are not always what they seem. In 2017, as Peace was doing her work, so was another group of scientists. They had randomly selected 80 CBD products and sent them to labs. Then they were blindly tested, meaning that the testers didn't know the product they were testing at the time. It was the worst results I have seen. Fully three-quarters of the products were mislabeled. Some had significant THC. Some had no CBD. There was no consistency whatsoever. Our alarm bells started going off. That's a couple years ago. Has it gotten better? We can't tell if it's gotten better. As I uncovered these stories and these studies of tainted products, of mislabeled products, I couldn't help but wonder, how could this happen, and who's supposed to be in charge? I soon learned, like so much of this, it's not simple. You see, when CBD was illegal federally, the Drug Enforcement Agency was in charge. But remember that Farm Bill of 2018 I told you about? Well, that made CBD hemp technically legal. And that's where things got confusing again. The Farm Bill also gave each state the ability to regulate it. And every state is in a different phase of regulating how they deal with CBD. And at the same time, the Food and Drug Administration is trying to understand, do we regulate it only as a pharmaceutical? Do we regulate it only as a supplement? Can we regulate it as an OTC or something else? When people say it feels like the Wild West, this is what they mean. And it's going to stay the Wild West until the FDA can answer these questions, which could take a lot of time. Time the public might not have. Is the CBD supply chain safe? There are pockets or lanes in the supply chain that right now probably cannot be trusted. Identifying those lanes, good luck. So what do you do now? Well, there are scientists who think they have a better path forward. So we're taking a trip across the pond when we come back. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your sleep number setting. Sleep number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All sleep number smart beds feature cooling, pressure relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. JD Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 50% on sleep number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish. 
celebrities of all kinds are speaking publicly about their therapeutic trips, so to speak. It turns out there is a burgeoning industry ready to serve the new influx of people who find themselves turning away from traditional mental health therapy. The gap between what we know and what we don't about psychedelic therapy. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. We've flown across the Atlantic Ocean here to the United Kingdom and then drove two and a half hours outside of London to this small town called Downham Market. It's a sleepy town, conservative, mostly elderly. It's also now a town at the center of the CBD revolution. A lot of people here didn't even realize it until one day they caught wind of it. It was about two years ago that people started to talk about this strange smell wafting over town. The smell of marijuana, says journalist Robert Jackman. What did people, what were they talking about? You had people saying it was giving them a headache. I think someone famously phoned the police. Understandably, cannabis was illegal in the UK. But it turned out a couple of miles away, a pharmaceutical company called GW was given special approval to legally grow fields upon fields of medicinal cannabis. This wasn't top secret, it's not Area 51 or anything like that, but they didn't shout it from the rooftops. We got a rare peek at GW's first facility, wow, back in 2013. Now in 2019, we've been invited back to their new one. There's a main gate up here that everyone has to clear through. You see the cameras up here, it says security dogs on patrol. As we drive in, you can't miss the greenhouse. Some estimate it to be the biggest stash of pharmaceutical-grade cannabis in the world. I met up with the founder of GW. Good doctor. Dr. Jeffrey Guy. Lovely to see you again. What a pleasure. Lovely. You've been busy. Slightly larger than the last one you saw. <laughs> You're right, yes. <laughs> First time I visited you, I walked into a greenhouse that was about one acre, one football field. What are we looking at here? 47 acres. This facility, at any one time, I think has just under 300,000 plants in it. So that's tens of thousands of patients. In the spring of 2018, GW released Epidiolex. It was transformative because it was the first time the FDA had approved a medication derived from the cannabis plant. It went through clinical trials. It went through peer review and lots of safety testing. None of which is seen with the CBD sold as a supplement. It's an issue that irks Dr. Guy. The reputation of safety and efficacy of a product could be tainted by other products representing themselves to be the same. Is the pharma route the only route that this should be going? It's the only route that we're involved in a route they tightly control from the moment the first seed is planted, starting with a pesticide-free greenhouse. In terms of controlling pests, we use other pests to do that. So we have little sachets on the plant which contain mites, and those mites have an appetite for some of the pests. And once the plant is harvested, it makes its way three hours southwest to the Kent Science Park. 
I know you want to see the vault. I mean, it's literally a vault. It literally like is, a, is a vault. Bank yeah. door here. Yeah. All right. David Cooper is in charge of doing something no one else in the world has quite figured out yet. We have pellets for cannabidiol. Turning that CBD plant into an FDA-approved drug. This is the extraction room. You're trying to extract the medicine, the active ingredients out of the plant? Yes. I would say it's very challenging. The company's been in existence for sort of 20 years, so I think that journey is quite a long journey. Along the way, they figured out how to start with the plant, break it down, extract just the CBD, formulate it to the right dosage, then bottle it. Well, I guess it's fair to say there wasn't a book that said, hey, if you want to turn this into this, no. follow these steps. Def definitely not. And then they still have to prove that it is safe and effective, the holy grail of drug development, even if they're still not sure exactly how CBD works. What we now have is regulatory recognition of the benefits in certain conditions of, of these medicines. We have to evaluate better how they work, under what circumstances, what might make them work better. The important thing is to provide that, that evidential proof. You have to do research. And that, that point is probably the biggest difference between what is happening here versus the CBD craze sweeping the United States. So many of the CBD sort of people that we talk to say, Pharma route's expensive, it takes forever, we know this stuff works, it's safe. Why do we have to wait for, for pharma? Because we've had bad players. We really have to do something harder about this than what we currently are. GW is hoping to develop more CBD and cannabis-based drugs for everything from anxiety to autism. And many others are trying as well. That's what we want, CBD for FDA as a medicine. Mount Sinai's Dr. Yasmin Hurd has been an impassioned leader, developing CBD products to help address one of the most concerning issues of our time, the opioid epidemic. You think CBD could be one of those tools? Absolutely. Do I think that it can help everything in society? No. Do I think it's a wonder drug? No. But do I think that it can alleviate certain disorders? Absolutely. And that's why we, we need to find out. Through research, which for years had been near impossible. The Farm Bill now allows us to work with hemp-derived CBD. That has been extremely helpful, or else we would never be able to conduct the large clinical trials that are needed. Now, there is a whole new wave of CBD research that is being funded. The Stanley brothers are among them. While proof that cannabis works isn't yet required for CBD to be sold in stores or online, they want the data regardless. We live in a world and a system that needs scientific validation and a process before you can make any claims. So we have to go responsibly about it. Responsibly. Because if you get it wrong, people like Jay get sick and nearly die responsibly because, remember, a little girl, Charlotte, her life depends on it. It's August 2019, 
at the CBD World Expo in California. CBD. 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 In the months since we began our investigation, the industry seems to have gotten even bigger. And dare I say, even more outrageous. Protein powders, pet supplies, <laughs> even sex products. And he's like, oh my God, I'm feeling a tingling sensation. And Consumer Reports' Lisa Gill I'm gonna fall asleep. continues to sound the alarm for better consumer protection. Is it legal? Does it work? And is it safe? It's a message she also brought to the Food and Drug Administration when the FDA held an open session on CBD. Half of the people told us that they were extremely or very confident that there was a regulation in place that required their CBD to be tested for safety and accuracy by outside labs. But we know that is absolutely not true. For the FDA to take this on, it shows that they understand that there's a regulatory sort of gap. The FDA seemed to be listening. In the past few months, they have been demanding more accountability, going after companies that make adulterated products and companies that make unproven claims. Do you think there is a real path forward with CBD in terms of regulation? Yes, but we are years from it. I would like the FDA to act faster, no doubt. We wanted to ask the FDA ourselves, but they declined several requests for an interview. So for now, while we wait for answers, it's left up to individual states. The dangers of not regulating CBD products are, are vast and deep. Andrew Rigby runs Utah's new program for regulating CBD. After the outbreak, legislators passed a bill in 2018 requiring that CBD products be registered with the state and manufacturers provide a certificate of analysis. Every single product that is going through the registering process with the state of Utah is tested for cannabinoid profiles, heavy metals, toxins, and pesticides. All products must include a list of ingredients and a QR code or web address. You could pull something off the shelf. I snap the QR code, it'll take me directly to the website and have access to the certificate of analysis within a number of seconds. Which brings up probably the most important thing you should do if you're shopping for CBD. Ask for the certificate of analysis and it shows you the amount of all the different compounds that are in the product, including THC, mm. as well as any solvents or any other contaminants. You, you want that to come up zero. And they're right here. they're right here. We see CBD, and then we can see how much THC is present. And remember, all CBD products will have at least trace levels of THC. This can accumulate in a person's body. Yeah. And you, you know this from being a physician. You sure. know, THC is not immediately metabolized, and it can build up. And for anybody that's taking a drug test, that drug test will, can register very low levels of THC in the body. Yes, you heard that right. You could test positive for THC even if you're just using CBD products. The studies that we've looked at, you can see that even low levels of THC after five days can start to register. It's another cautionary CBD tale, and yet another reason to be an educated consumer. Read the labels. Look for a certificate of analysis. And remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. They make crazy claims that's a red oh, flag. Oh, walk away. Get set, go! Walking away from CBD? It's something the Wilsons did. Remember, Vivian and her family moved across the country and changed their lives for CBD, like so many people. Thank you. 
We came out here for CBD, and you want to believe that it's going to be the cure. And when it was clear it wasn't a cure for Vivian, they did something still considered taboo. They started giving her THC. We would see people who would be like, oh, I don't want THC, that's bad. But we kept her on THC, and she just blossomed. If we really, truly want to get the full benefit of, of cannabis, there's just so much more out there than CBD. It really got us wondering. At this time, with all the attention on CBD, what about the rest of the plant? Remember, cannabis is made up of at least 60 potentially therapeutic chemicals called cannabinoids. I think the CBD thing did do damage to the progress of full-spectrum cannabis being taken as serious as CBD is. THC has been demonized once again. This word non-psychoactive has gotten into to lawmakers and, and everyone's heads. And so now it's an erroneous thought to think that CBD only is the silver bullet. It's not. She's happy and outside and this is her jam. And while CBD has certainly saved the life of this little girl, patient zero for the CBD craze, did you ever think that you'd be doing this? Never. I never thought I'd be biking with her at 12 years old. <laughs> Paige is hopeful that Charlotte's story doesn't represent the end of the cannabis plant, but just the beginning. Didn't really want to talk about the future last time, but how about now? I have my hopes that we'll have just so much more data and research to pull from. Just because Charlotte uses a high CBD hemp, that doesn't mean THC's the devil. <laughs> There is no question, cannabis and CBD can be a medicine. It's a plant that can heal, sometimes when nothing else has. Doing a little gardening here? We have seen the stories. We have unearthed the research. It deserves the respect of any medicine and the regulation. It should come with the promise that while it may not always help, it should certainly never hurt, even in the midst of a CBD craze. And when this documentary aired in 2019, Charlotte Figgy was known as patient zero for the CBD craze. She was a symbol of the possibilities of medical marijuana. Unfortunately, I got to tell you, during the earliest part of the pandemic in 2020, Charlotte and her family all got sick. Her mother, Paige, posted on Facebook that they had fevers and pain and coughs and stomach problems and that they were struggling to breathe. While the rest of the family recovered, Charlotte eventually began having seizures once again. While Charlotte's COVID-19 test result was negative, the Figgies think that she may have been tested too late for a positive result. And sadly, Charlotte Figgy died on April 7, 2020. I wrote a tribute to her that you can read on CNN.com. She really did change my life and the lives of so many others. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.